1: Everybody. Welcome, afternoon drive. Goodman Mason, watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. Ask at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman if you're looking for a wholesale loan with the public. Go to RMFP.com. Mace, how is Tampa?
2: Tampa is cloudy. Tampa is about to get rained upon, but oh uh, no. Uh, and that it's lovely, although, uh, I, yeah.
1: Did that ruin oh, no, your today, day did going? See some, um, did, that, did that ruin your day going shirtless oh, to the beach? Oh,
2: well, no, I wasn't going shirtless to the beach. I didn't go to the beach. It didn't ruin my. It didn't ruin my day at all. But uh, it's not always uh, sunny Florida. And to each life, a little rain uh, must fall. And uh, by the way, I I was um, doing a little browsing today at some point this afternoon. I saw, I saw, saw on Twitter the, the, that you were doing some shopping for the boys. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't uh, I didn't buy what I took a picture of.
1: I would hope not. I, 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 don't, I don't I don't I don't think that uh, all due respect, Danny would like a Jesus hat
2: or a, or I don't ask me for bleep hat
1: begins with an <laughs> S and ends. I would wear that. HT. Danny would wear that, actually. He'd probably wear it on the air.
2: <laughs> oh, it was just to, to me, it was interesting how those two hats were next to each other.
3: Isn't that interesting? Do you yeah. think that Jesus would wear that hat? I don't I, 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 well, I don't think
2: he'd wear either hat. I don't think he'd wear a hat with his name on it. I don't think he'd wear a don't ask me for uh, for excrement.
1: Wait I, a minute. Hold on a second. Hold on. Would you wear a jersey with your last name on the back? Um, of course you would. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't Jesus wear a hat that has his name on it? And by the way, if it ever got lost, he could say, that's my hat. And they'd say, what makes you think that that's your hat? Well, it have has you my ever name worn on a
2: hat with your name on it? No. Okay. I've never worn a hat with my name what on
1: it. What about a, I mean, it could be any article of clothing.
2: But we're talking about a hat here.
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is true. All right. Enough with the shenanigans. Time now for the lead. The lead
0: presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk.
1: Okay. Earlier this week, Mike Kliss of Nine News reported that free agent signing Randy Gregory had arthroscopic shoulder surgery. This was something the Broncos knew was coming when they gave him a pre-signing physical with the goal of uh, remedying the injury permanently. I played through some shoulder issues last year. Why do you think the Broncos are gambling on two players with a long history of injuries at the edge? Talking about Bradley Chubb as
2: well. I mean they're gambling on talent they're also um i think probably uh looking at the the, the price the the price tag a- as well maybe not wanting to uh maybe not wanting to pay for example a 17 uh, uh plus million dollars a year for chandler jones who uh doesn't have the same injury history, but uh, would have been more expensive, especially when they already had Bradley Chubb uh, on the hook because they already picked up the fifth-year option. That's the that's the deck they were, that, that's the hand they were dealt at this point. And also, right. frankly, because you make the trade for Russell Wilson, you don't have the draft picks to go out and get an edge rusher in round one.
1: Right. Well, I'll answer half the question: Why are the Broncos gambling on one player, Bradley Chubb, with a long history of injuries? Because they don't have a choice. And you can make the case while they had a choice with Randy Gregory. Uh, Chandler Jones was not going to be coming here because they didn't want to pay that kind of money. And after Jones was gone with Gregory on the market, who else has really left that was even in the same league as Gregory Hassan Reddick, who was already off the market and Chandler Jones? They really didn't have a choice. They really they had a choice. With Chubb, they didn't, but with Gregory, they really didn't have that much of a choice. As you and I talked about when the signing happened, George Payton's taking a big risk here, But and the reason why he's taking the risk is there was a top tier of edge rushers, and then when you look at the second tier, it wasn't that impressive, so he felt it was worth the risk to take a guy with some shoulder issues and a problem with marijuana historically. He felt... The talent would hopefully override the injury and his personal demons that he had dealt with for many, many years.
2: Right. And the other thing, of course, that comes into play here is the uh, just who's available on the market. Generally, generally speaking, if a player is if a player is available on the open market, there's a reason behind that. I mean, you, for example, uh, Miles Garrett isn't on the open market. T.J. Watt's not on the open market. Right. The Raiders wouldn't let Max Crosby go. Now, right. Von Miller was on the open market. Von Miller is also 33 years old. right? And the Rams felt uh, more comfortable spending their money in other directions as they did, for example, today signing Bobby Wagner. So it's just part of the whole the, – the, the cliche of free agency is that uh, those guys are available because their previous team didn't want them for some reason, whether it was age or effectiveness or – injury history age
1: is understandable everything else in my opinion falls into one category they know something they know something and that's why they're willing to let that person walk they know something now if a team is way there are exceptions sometimes a team is way strapped up against it and they don't feel because of the position and the And the importance of the position, they're willing to let that guy walk. But that is more of the exception than the rule, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you look at a guy like Von Miller, my opinion is I don't think the Broncos are dying to bring him back anyway. Not
2: at that that number at that age. I I
1: don't don't think they were willing to bring him back at a lower number because, because of his, for lack of a better phrase, lack of leadership. And it is Justin Simmons' locker room now. And Von Miller walks back in there. Guys are going to gravitate back towards Von Miller, and you don't want that. Von Miller cannot be the alpha dog. You cannot expect Von Miller to be the alpha dog on your defense. That's just not his personality. I don't think guys were beating the drum for Von Miller to come back. I'm talking about guys they, in the yeah. locker room.
2: Yeah, I, 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 on don't think they, I don't think they were that they they were either. Now that being said. We know that Vaughn will not see every dollar of his contract that he got from Buffalo. Right. Um, but even if you, you just view it as a three-year deal, it was a six-year contract, but effectively it's a three-year deal, he's still at $20 million, which on an average per year is sixth among edge rushers. Let me ask you this. Where do you think Randy Gregory stacks up in terms of average per year value on his contract among league, league, league-wide edge rushers?
1: You mean in terms of money or in yeah, terms wait. of talent?
2: Average per year value of his contract. Where do you think that stack where that ranks among edge rushers?
1: Probably, it, it's not at the top. I'd say at the sixty fifth to seventy fifth percentile.
2: Well, I don't know about the percentile, but it's twenty first.
1: Right. So yeah. there, there twenty five percent of the guys in the league is what I'm saying are paid more than him at that position. That's what I meant and, by percentage. And if you've
2: and if you've got two eggs rushers per team, sixty four in total, mm-hmm. 20, 21st out of sixty four that that puts you probably uh, that puts you at about uh, above about seventy percent roughly.
1: Right, he's about top. So, yeah, right. And that and that's why I said it that way.
2: He's top. He's top third. In right. terms of average per year value.
1: And if you, if we're really being honest, we know what his talent is, but again. Ability is important. Availability is important too. He has missed more games than he has played. So, with that, what's a bigger concern for you? The shoulder injury or his history of substance abuse violations?
2: Honestly, the shoulder.
1: Okay.
2: I I could buy that. Yeah. I think. Part of it is going to be – yeah, it's his own demons, but you are going to require – you're going to rely on a, a support system to help him. There are things you might be able to do if you have a vigilant eye between your own organization, your coaches, your environment, and even his his family at home that maybe can help him. There's not a lot you can do about a history of being injury-prone. And You're, even taking out the substance uh, the, uh, abuse suspensions, he he still in the in the seasons he was available, he still never wouldn't have played uh, all the games in the season because he had injuries in those seasons. Right. It's a big risk. It's a double
1: whammy. Yeah. Honestly, you you just wait. The, the saying is you wait for the shoe to drop. Unfortunately, in his case, there are two shoes to drop. And all you yeah. need is one shoe to drop for him to be out whether it's in violating the policy of the league or not being able to play. Yep. He, bring, he brings a double, double whammy of potential issues. But when you look at the guys who are out there, what else are you really going to do? Hey, listen, the Cowboys really wanted him back. Mm-hmm. They really, but they, but they also wanted some protections. And that's one reason why he said, you know what, I'm going to leave. I don't want to be with a team that feels that they don't trust me. Well, I got news for you. There's a reason why they don't trust you, and you have earned that reputation. Now, fresh start might do him good. I think that would be great because he certainly does have talent. But you can't fault a team for wanting protections, can you?
2: I can't fault them at all. I, I can't. I, I can't fault the Cowboys for feeling as they did and not and not being willing to uh, to, to to bring him back. Ultimately, he took the best deal for him, which was a a deal that did not have uh, those protections for the team. And he and he was in a position to demand that because he had multiple suitors. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can take the best deal for for yourself. But. For everything the Broncos have done. By far, by far, the position group that concerns me the most is the edge rushers. Yeah. Just because of the because of the history on both. I mean, there look, there is a real shot based on the histories of Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory. There is a real shot that the Broncos are starting Malik Reed and Jonathan Cooper for multiple games this fall. Right. And what will that do for their defense? A defense that will have a new defensive coordinator, easier Evero. That, I mean, this is, this is, look, this isn't going to mean the Broncos fall out of contention, but it's the kind of thing that could lower their ceiling a notch. To so maybe we're talking about a team that isn't a championship contending team, but maybe just a team that either scrapes into the playoffs by the skin of its teeth, or maybe in a stacked AFC. This means that they do fall a game short of the playoffs.
1: You picked the wrong division not to have great pass rushers.
2: Right. And I mean,
1: you, And w- their secondary you see, is good, yeah. but it's not great.
2: I mean, wouldn't you say that their pa- that their pass rushers right now among among the teams in the AFC West that their pass rush tandem is probably fourth?
1: How about in the AFC? I, I'd put I'd put them maybe at best halfway because you just don't know if these guys are going to be able to play because of a history of injuries. Don't tell me about talent, availability, availability, and these guys right. have not been available. So what good I mean, does can, that do you?
2: Exactly. I mean, I can sit here right now, and I mean, we. I'd say they're they're not. All, you say the AFC. It's not just obviously the teams the AFC West. I'd say they're fourth. I'd put him behind the Titans, for example, with uh, you know, with Dupree and Landry, right? Right. Um. I'd say you probably have to. Uh, you may, you maybe even have them, uh, you know, behind uh, behind Hubbard and uh, Hendrickson in Cincinnati, right?
1: Well, here again, here's the thing. This isn't even about talent. It's yeah. about availability. If these guys can play a full 17 games, and they can play at 80 to 90% of their potential. I like it. But do you really Mm -hmm. expect either guy to play a full 17 games? The history suggests no. Coming up after the break, Bruce Arians has retired. How much do you think Tom Brady coming back had to do with Bruce Arians saying, you know what? It's probably time for me to walk out the door. That's next. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Dan McKenzie at McKenzie Law. He took care of my estate plan and my living will as well. really doesn't matter what age you are. I mean, if you're 21 years old, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But once you're over the age of 30, maybe you have kids, maybe you are married. uh, At the end of the day, you do not want... Uh, the courts deciding what you want to do you don't want a doctor deciding in the case of a living will to do what you want to do so y- you really need to protect yourself you never know if there's going to be a tomorrow i highly recommend dan mckenzie mckenzie law i could not have been any happier working with him trust me you're going to really enjoy meeting him and working with him he does a fantastic job go to the McKenziefirm.com. time now for the buzz The
0: Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to
1: rmfp.com. Okay, this kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Tampa Bay, or I should say former Tampa Bay head coach Bruce Arians, has retired, leaving a really good Buccaneers team with Tom Brady at quarterback. Certainly one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Why do you think he made this decision, knowing he can make another run at it?
2: Well, he said that he made the decision in part because he wanted to make sure that he uh, gave his successor, Todd Bowles, a better chance. He did issue a statement. He reiterated that today as well at a press conference that the quality of a succession mattered. That he didn't. He did not want to. He didn't. He he said that he, he said to something to the effect of he didn't want to basically. Uh, leave and uh, you know, kind of ha- have nothing left behind. I mean, he, he, he's not somebody who is walking out the door and is leaving the power cut and that sort of thing, right? He's leaving, he, leaving behind something that actually gives Todd Bowles the kind of chance that he never had with the New York Jets.
1: That's just, that's probably one of the most selfless things I've ever heard. If true,
2: I'm guessing you don't believe it's true.
1: No, I don't. Why would any coach who has a chance to win a Super Bowl walk away?
2: He's already got a Super Bowl. So 70 years old.
1: So one more season with Tom Brady as your quarterback. Oh, listen, there's a a lot of ego involved with these guys, just like there isn't a lot of businesses. What I'm saying is, if it's true, it's one of the most selfless acts I have ever heard of in sports.
2: It's what Dean Smith did back in the day. When he left North Carolina, he left he left a, a team that had just gone to the final four, had everybody coming back.
1: But he knew he was getting ready to retire. He just didn't. He, de- he did. He just decide right after the final four was over. Or- he
2: actually decided right before the following season. His whole thing was always that he felt like retiring at the end of every season because it's, it's a grind. You're tired at the end of the season. Right. And so he said that he would know when it was time to go when it was getting toward the late summer and he didn't have the energy to ramp it up for another run. And when that happened, he gave his longtime assistant, Bill Guthrie, the keys and left them a loaded team that ended up going right back to the final four again.
1: How old was Dean Smith when he retired?
2: Uh, Sixty six.
1: Yeah.
2: Cruzarians is 70.
1: Well, Dean Smith like was said, the head coach had- in North Carolina for a very, very, very long time. Bruce yes. Ari- uh, Bruce Arians, by the way, do you see he's going into their ring of fame?
2: Immediately, yes.
1: Well, maybe that was part of the. And now, listen, I am. This is pure speculation on my part. You are really putting a guy in the ring of fame after three years?
2: Really, well, they want to. They have a big. They have a big spare spot where they removed John Gruden's name last year. So,
1: what does that have they to just do with put, anything?
2: Put him in the, they, they just put his name in the same spot. <laughs> I, I already oh, there. It's, it's
1: for you. You want to answer that?
2: <laughs> I can't. It's not. Hey, it's, 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 it's not my house. They're not calling for me. Mason
1: residents. I, I find it odd. I find it very odd that Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. There was some friction there, that was well reported. Brady comes back. Then there is word he wants a potential trade to Miami. And after only three years, Bruce Arians decides, yeah, I'll walk away because I want to do the right thing for Todd Bowles. And oh, by the way, um, I'm going to be in their ring of fame. It's right up there with Ray Bork having his jersey hung in the rafters. Really? I, how? I, I. Here, let's put it this way. You're a Tampa guy. Uh, when you get your name put in the ring of fame, is there a mandatory waiting period like there is for the Broncos?
2: I don't know that they have a specific waiting period.
1: For right right away? That doesn't that's, make... Really? That's a,
2: right away. Well, that's still fir- the first. Is, right is, he, is he
1: the best coach in franchise history after three years? And oh, by the way, he wouldn't even qualify here in Denver because he hasn't been with the team for four years. But this
2: guy's going in, really? Hey, not not every team has the same set of standards.
1: Is, is I mean, is Bruce Arians the best coach in 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 the history of that franchise?
2: Well, actually, I think the best coach in the history of the Bucks franchise didn't even win a Super Bowl. I think it was Tony Dungy, right? And he's in the Hall of Fame. Bruce Arians isn't in going into the Hall of Fame, and he's in the Bucks Ring of Fame too.
1: I, I I am guessing there was some negotiation going on where Brady did not want Arians to be the coach. He did agree to come back. This was being talked about. I'll walk away. You put me in the ring of fame. And I'm totally speculating. But I'm sorry, that kind of adds up in my head, to, despite me being a cynical person by nature. Three years you're going in the ring of fame? Three years? You did not win two Super Bowls. You didn't go to two. You went to one. You won it, which is great. Fant- and you had Tom Brady as your quarterback. The best of the best of the best. Go in year one. Like John Elway. Bruce Arians?
2: Come on. That really bothers you, doesn't it? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense
1: to me. It doesn't make sense to me.
2: Different franchises have different standards. Not everybody is the Broncos. Well,
1: then they have really low standards for that franchise.
2: Have you watched the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for most of of their history? That's fine. Look, low, low standards are sort of part and parcel of... The Buccaneer arc over the years. Okay, let me it, ask you. They have a cup. They have a couple of Super Bowl wins, about th- basically three bursts of relevance as a franchise, and a hell of a lot of losing seasons.
1: I'm going to look something up. When did John Lynch go into the Buccaneers? And this is going to answer your question. Ring of Fame. Cop. Okay? Let's see if he went in right after he retired. He didn't. Oh, so who's more valuable to the franchise, John Lynch or Bruce Arians? Why didn't Lynch go in right away? And he's a Hall of Famer. And he was far more important to that organization than Bruce Arians.
2: Well, they literally did not start their ring of honor until, until 2009. Okay.
1: Okay, well, John Lynch was still playing, so how many years did he have to wait to go into their no, ring he of fame? No, was,
2: he, he was out of football after the 07 season, or in 08, a preseason of 08, he retired. So he'd been out of football for a year mm-hmm. when the Bucs got their ring of honor. He went in in 2016. He went into the Buccaneer ring of honor and the Broncos ring of fame in the same year, 2016. So how many years did he have to wait? He waited, if we're saying that he played through the 08 preseason, he waited Eight years!
1: Eight years! John Lynch waited eight years to go into a ring of fame, as you said, isn't littered with great football and a great history. He waited eight years and Bruce Arians walked right in after three years with the franchise. Something doesn't smell right. Hmm. Doesn't smell right to you. Now now that we've just spelled it out and put years to it.
2: It's un it's unusual. Like I said, I think I think part of it is they looked up and they saw a spare a, a spare spot that when they took John Gruden's name off off last year off the because they, they kind of like it is in Denver. They actually you know it, it's not a banner they put up for the games. They actually have uh, signage for each member of their Ring of Honor. Uh huh. And so there is and so there's this because because John Gruden um got in. Uh, in 2017, they had people next to him. And so there's this big vacant spot. And I think they just, I think maybe on some level they thought, all right, let's just replace one coach with another coach problem solved.
1: Right. Did uh Warren Sapp go in right after he retired? One of the greatest players of franchise history.
2: Again, did a same thing uh, with Warren Sapp is, uh, John Lynch, it did not exist when he retired. Uh, after he re, he retired after the 07 oh, season with okay. the uh, Raiders. Now, what is interesting is this: Did he go
1: in right away?
2: He was the, but he he went in. He actually went in three years before John Lynch, even though he retired only one year before John Lynch. So
1: Warren Sapp had to wait too. But Bruce Arian, don't tell me because there's an empty space on the wall, you got to hang a picture. Come on. <laughs> really? Leave it up there if you have to. Tom Brady will easily fill that spot. Right? And oh, by the way. Oh, by the you way. Might
2: be, you might be waiting a while on Tom Brady because if he plays out this year and then he goes and plays somebody, somewhere else, they wouldn't put him in until he's retired. Let me so that they might be waiting, they might be waiting a long time. Let on, me ask on, you on something.
1: Topic. What if Brady didn't come back? He played with the Buccaneers for two years, right? Yeah. Fair to say that he means more to the organization than Arians?
2: Yes, i Okay,
1: so. so if he remained retired, I'm guessing he would have filled that spot, right? Perhaps. You could make that argument. Well, he should. He should. He's Tom Brady. Some, some There was some kind of negotiation where Brady think, wasn't that crazy think about think that Arias. was
2: part of the negotiation? That they said, we'll put you in the, ring of, yep. in the Buccaneer Ring of Honor right freaking now. Yep,
1: I do. I do. And again, I have no knowledge whether that's true or not, but it just makes sense. If the reports are true that Brady and Arians didn't get along and he retired, I don't want to come back. And then said, I am going to come back. I'm guessing there were conversations. If I come back, I want Todd Bowles or I want another coach, Leftwich, whoever it's going to be, right? And that's the way I believe it needs to be. Todd Bowles. No, Bowles or Byron Leftwich. Yeah. Right. It's got to be one of those guys. I think this was a long time coming. Don't give me this. Sh- and 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 by the way, do not compare. And, and I'm sticking up for you here. Do not compare Bruce Arians to Dean Smith.
2: I didn't. I, they I, are I wasn't comparing world. him. I was saying. I was saying that what I was saying is that the argument was that the argument was was similar. That was okay. there were echoes of that wanting. I mean because Todd Bowles is left and he Todd Bowles is left in an amazing spot he sure okay? is and good for him I, I, I mean they he takes over a team and first of all, this is the chance that he never would have had with the Jets because the Jets right. are the jet he takes over a team that yes the strength of the of the NFL is in the AFC right but if you're making a list of three favorites to win the Super Bowl Tampa Bay is among those three right? because they have Brady back.
1: Coming up after the break, Team USA. They're going to find out where they are playing for the World Cup. How would you like to watch them on Thanksgiving? Maybe head-to-head against an NFL game. We'll talk about that next.
0: drive with goodman and mason presented by silter Harmazda. a no pressure buying experience in broomfield at silter har Mazda. find them at sth live from the sasquatch casino and wildcard casino sports desk here's eric and andrew
1: welcome back afternoon drive goodman mason watch us mileisports.com you can reach us rocky mountain forest products twitter feed at mace denver at eric goodman if you're looking for wholesale under the public go to rmfp.com time now for what's trending
0: what's trending is presented by Colorado Off-Road in Littleton if you need major accessory brands or something off market for your truck car, jeep or SUV they've got it upfit today at Colorado Off-Road
1: or go to cooffroad.com US soccer fans waiting for tomorrow to see where Team USA is going to be slotted for the World Cup if they wind up in Group G or Group H they will open it up On Thanksgiving, here are the potential time slots. 3 a.m., 6 a.m., 9 a.m., noon. Just for fun, let's assume they go to G or H, and they play at noon, which will go head-to-head against the Lions, who always play the first Thanksgiving Day game. Which game gets bigger ratings? Ooh.
2: We're going to assume the Lions are what they usually are, right?
1: I think you can assume that pretty much every year.
2: Believe it or not, I think the I think the soccer game would get a slightly higher rating.
1: I do too, and I think I don't. What network is it on? Is it ESPN, ABC? It be on.
2: It would be on Fox.
1: Get out! Really?
2: Yeah. So literally, if that happened and they were playing that game at at uh, noon Mountain Time, two o'clock Eastern. Yeah. It would literally be their lead-in for to an NFL game right after that. Well, they would love that,
1: and I'm sure they would lobby hard for it. But what if the game is at noon?
2: Uh, if it if it is at an earlier time, you mean?
1: No, uh, what it will go head to head potentially, right?
2: Oh yeah, with because because you last year the uh, Fox got the Lions game last year, so usually they flip back and forth. So usually the Lions, so I'd imagine that the Lions uh, Thanksgiving game ends up on CBS this right. year. Yeah, I so think would go, go head to
1: head. I, I understand dad, dad. that football is big on Thanksgiving. I get it, but because it's Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and everybody wants to wave the flag and be patriots on Thanksgiving, yep. I mm-hmm. think the U.S. soccer team edges out in 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 terms of the ratings, unless unless it is a team with a marquee quarterback.
2: Yeah, and the and and the the funny thing is, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna find out whether this possibility happens tomorrow morning because that's when the World Cup draws. So the NFL obviously does not announce the schedule until until next until next until uh, early May. But are the
1: times announced at the same time?
2: The days are announced. I don't know the times are announced, but oh, you know,
1: yeah, but th- you. Fox will you'd, lobby hard to make uh-huh. it the early game so there is no competition.
2: They it, So, not the early, early game. No, I think not this, three
1: in the morning. No. I'm talking 9 a.m.
2: The 9 a.m. Yeah, mountain time. Be perfect.
1: Game. Yeah.
2: Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean. It'd be a, and at that point, point, that and, and then it, and literally you could go soccer, NFL, NFL.
1: No, you'd be. Go- think, no, you're wrong. You'd be no. going, hold on. Allow me to pay respect. You'd be going football, 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 football.
2: Uh, oh, nice! Very good. Oh, no, That's so how I did go. that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it'd I be wasn't a sportsgasm to...
2: it... You, uh, on some level, you know that U.S. soccer is rooting for one of those two groups to play on Thanksgiving. Yeah, how much of a, how great of a story would that be? You'd be
1: you for as late as you go to bed, like four o'clock in the morning. You would actually be up early.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, that would kind of, that would kind of, that would kind of be the ultimate. And imagine, like, if we're just going to take it to all all the way through, imagine if not only it's the U.S. playing on Thanksgiving, but they're playing a power, but they're playing against, like, Germany.
1: No, 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 the 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 match, the match, Brazil, the match you want is against England. How fitting would that be?
2: Oh, that's, Yes. That would be something.
1: I mean, the only thing better than a Thanksgiving Day game between (laughs) the U.S. and England would be the 4th of July.
2: And actually, with U.S. and England, that is one where I know, in that case, if they did by chance go head-to-head, I know that the soccer game would get the higher rating.
1: Yeah.
2: Because what would push that over the edge is that... There are you're talking about a team in England that has players that are relatively familiar to a lot of sports fans. I'll
1: tell you something, though. I'll tell you well. you'd be totally bummed out if it's a Thanksgiving Day game are sports bars, specifically soccer-specific oh, sports bars. Yes. They yeah. get crushed because they're not going to be open. Now, they might open for a couple of hours, but although I was about to say how many people are going to leave their house to go watch a game at a bar, the answer is probably a
2: lot. I'd say a surprisingly high amount would.
1: Yeah, for the, the U.S. House.
2: national team. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh. I'd watch that and,
1: game. I'd watch that game over a football game all day.
2: All yeah, day. It's, it, it, it's the caliber of the event, right? I mean, that's yes. You know, no the offense to, and it's it, it's regular season NFL against what is, I and I I'd actually say in some ways bigger than the Olympics. Listen, in
1: terms of an an event, if you're telling me the first game is the Packers against the Buccaneers, Team USA has no chance in terms of the ratings. But it's the Lions. Right. They couldn't have gotten a better draw, right? So
2: hundred, hundred percent. And I mean, an interesting thing going forward beyond that is, is, of course, you've already got bringing up on this day. But there are going to be other there are going to be other days where you've got the NFL going on. I mean, it's probably, if the if the U.S. is in another group, they might literally be playing on. On, su- late, on su- late on Sunday morning, early on Sunday afternoon right. at the same time as the NFL. Right.
1: What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed
3: it? Some big news for the Avalanche game this evening, but is it the right move and is it really good news? We'll talk about that next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports.
0: With Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Andrew.
1: Welcome back, Afternoon Drive, Goodman Mason. Watch us, SmileHighSports.com. You can reach us, Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP. Com. Time now for the final word.
0: The final word. Are you ready? Presented by Greenfields Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfields has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two for one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville. Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to
3: mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, big news for the Avalanche today, as they uh, will be hosting the San Jose Sharks at 7 o'clock p.m. And according to Jared Bednar, Nathan McKinnon will be playing despite his high level of concern after McKinnon injured his hand in that fight against Minnesota the other night. If you were in Bednar's shoes, would you, quote, protect McKinnon from himself, unquote, even if he feels healthy enough to play as the playoffs approach? This is something we talk about all the time, how the training staff and sometimes the coaches should protect a player from himself. Is this one of those situations where you might just keep McKinnon out for tonight for one game, to give him a little extra time to feel
2: 100%. What do you think, Eric?
1: Uh, No, he should play. There was no fracture. If he feels he can play, he should play, if that's what he wants to do. You, you should protect him from himself and say, dude, if somebody makes yeah. a run at you, we'll get somebody out on the ice right away. All this his teammates have said publicly... What's that? This is what enforcers are for. That's right. And oh, by the way, right when... That fight happened. One of one of the enforcers was getting ready to come on the ice.
2: Right. So, I mean, yeah. Someone else has got to say, hey, we got this. Right. This, you know how in New England they say, do your job? Right. Nathan McKinnon's job is not to get into a fight. It is not to throw punches.
1: Excuse the language, and I'm guessing the FCC will be okay with me saying this. Nathan McKinnon is a guy who is wired this way. He is all full of piss and vinegar. You make a run at him, he will come after you. But you have to control yourself when you're one of the stars on your team. Uh, Wayne Gretzky was not a fighter. I mean, you could easily knock that guy down. But that's why they had Marty McSorley on his line. And Marty McSorley was hardly a scorer. But they also had Yari Curry. So it worked out just fine. You need to say to McKinnon, control yourself. We'll go after that guy. McKinnon has to show some self-control, just like we said about Nikoli Jokic. Guys are going to make runs at you. Keep it under control because they know you're going to lose your temper. So what do you think is going to happen when the playoffs come? Somebody's going to take a run at McKinnon, and then he's going to get all upset, and he's going to... Go out for five minutes for a fighting penalty or two minutes for something. You can't afford to let that happen. You just can't. I understand he's a feisty guy, but you can't do it. And there's a great term. This this term is used all the time in hockey, not in any other sport. The term is a feel-good penalty. Somebody comes after you, the ref doesn't see it, and then you take a big, hard slash at the guy's legs. That's a feel-good penalty, and most of the time, the refs see it.
2: Yep, exactly.
3: Just in case you missed it, New Orleans Saints have signed Andy Dalton to a one-year deal to serve as Jameis Winston's backup. Head coach Dennis Allen told the media earlier this week that Taysom Hill will be used primarily as a tight end. Taysom Hill is currently making $10 million per year for the next four years. Did Sean Payton's infatuation with Taysom Hill's versatility and unique skill set put the Saints in a bad position when he left the team?
2: No doubt. I mean, all all of a sudden, all all of a sudden he lost his his champion, uh, his, his biggest advocate. Now, he did remember... He, the contract would have been more if he was a quarterback. He had a contract that's, that uh, basically was kind of a two-way, almost kind of a two-way contract. One value if he's a quarterback, one value if he's something else. But even so, $10 million a year for Taysom Hill to play tight end is a, oh my gosh. We're missing the and big we wonder why We wonder why the Saints are perpetually in salary cap hell.
1: Mace, we are missing the big picture here. How would you like to be a defensive end lining up against a guy who's 6'2", 221?
2: Oh, you're good. I mean. 6'2",
1: 221. Now, oh, if you're, you're telling me. You're licking that, your chops. If, if you are. T- it, listen. If you're telling me Hill's only role is to catch passes. Well, when he's on the field, I guess you know what the play is, don't you?
2: Yeah. I, I'm guessing he's going to be what they, what they call a move tight end which is what Albert Oakwaveman is going to be in the Broncos offense. As in that guy's not lining he's listed as a tight end. That guy is not lining up with his hand in the dirt next to the tackle.
1: You know what? He's I'll get, up in space. I'll give you another definition of a move tight end. Move out of the way of the defensive end and let somebody else block him. Hmm. If anything, make him a wide receiver. Make him yeah. a utility type of guy, kind of like a Christian McCaffrey. That's right. the role for him. tight end. Why don't you just make him a right tackle while you're at 221. Are you kidding me? 221. And unless he's going to put on like 40 pounds of muscle.
2: And I doubt he will. I don't think I don't, he will. He, he doesn't have the body type for that.
3: No. Just in case you missed it, the Montreal Canadians or excuse me, the Montreal. Did I say that right, Mace? Well done. Canadians were the first NHL they were the first uh, NHL team to be eliminated from playoff contention this season after being in the Stanley Cup finals last season does this have more to do with the parity in the NHL or does it have more to do with the Habs run last year as some somewhat of a fluke
2: it well I mean it was it it was a fluke because they didn't have a good season last year and then they uh, and then they got hot in the playoffs But kind of the bigger thing is the reason why they got hot was Carey Price in net, and he hasn't played a game this year.
1: What's the nickname of the Canadians? What do people call them up in Montreal?
2: Les Habitants.
1: Okay, so I guess this season they are the have-nots. That's what they are. Now last year, they were the Habs. This year, they are the Hab-Nots. That was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. You can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. Mandy got a stackable washer and dryer, and she got a beauty. She loves doing her wash now because she enjoys working with something of that quality. Great piece of machinery. The customer service was great at Mountain High Appliance. Also, the price tag was right as well, and she worked with the sales staff that helped her get what she wanted. Wanted And that is so important You're going to have a lot of questions when you make a purchase like that Let the people there steer you in the right direction To make sure you get what you want Mountain High Appliance You can find them in Louisville, Littleton You can also find their clearance center in Denver Okay, here we go Betting, we love to talk about gambling Caesar Sportsbook has set the over-under For the Broncos In terms of wins I was a little surprised to see where it was at That's next